that that wasn't right. Hold on. There we go. This is Anyone Can Achieve Fitness. Welcome to Anyone Can Achieve Fitness. This is Antonio, of course, because I'm the only host thus far. And today is going to be about calisthenics. That's, I'm telling you that in case you don't read the title when you click play, just click play. So it's about calisthenics today. And what is calisthenics? Generally, it is exercises where you use gravity to leverage your body weight. Push-ups are a great example of calisthenics. Pull-ups, squats without a weight where you're just standing up and down. You can do lunges without uh, any kind of weight and that's still calisthenic at that point. Muscle ups where you pull yourself up over the bar. A, a short glue bridge. All these things are calisthenics. And a lot of people don't start there. And I don't think, I don't, I don't see why not. Well, that's kind of a lie. I do see why uh, some people may not feel like they're strong enough to start with a push up. And they need to start somewhere. They think, you know, maybe a really light weight will build them there. And that's kind of accurate in a way. But. It depends on, on who you are, like what's your demographic, right? Uh, let's say a much, if you if you are a very weak individual, right? Whether it's because of age and inactivity, and it's been maybe 20 years since you've done anything physical, you find yourself very weak and now you wanna try and get fit. Maybe you just have a reason that you're, you're weaker than the average person. But whatever your reason is for thinking that you can't start with calisthenics, and maybe you're, you're ashamed to start at a certain place, keep in mind that it's always okay to seek help right? Whether you get a personal trainer, hello, that's me. Or maybe you ask a friend or you start looking up YouTube videos or you just copy people at the gym. I don't know. Talk to people at the gym, whatever. You always got to start somewhere. And obviously with weights, you got to leave the ego at the door and just start really light and build your way up from there. You can gain a lot of muscle from that. You can get really strong from that. Even if you're not gaining like huge bulky muscles, you can still gain a lot of mass. Uh, not big wise, but just density and strength from light weights. But with calisthenics, you can also gain a lot of strength. You can also become very strong, very athletic, and get a certain physique. And I want to let you guys in on a little secret. There are lots of easier variations of calisthenics. So you can build up to doing things that you might not be able to do. Where I work right now, one of the things that we do to kind of assess your fitness is uh, have you do some push-ups or uh, you know do a plank where you're just holding your your most of your body weight off the ground and your only points of contact are your hands or your elbows and your toes and people find that you know oh man I can't really do that for very long or I can't do one single push-up and all you got to do to get started is is find make an easier variation of a push-up for example depending on how weak you are you can start just pushing yourself off off the wall just standing up 90 degrees lean in a little bit and push yourself off the wall and that might seem very easy. It might not seem like it can work. But if you can't do a single push-up, try to do 50 of those. If you don't feel it after 50, then simply go to your table, right? Your dining room table. And just give yourself that little bit of an incline, or a lot of bit of an incline, I guess. And do push-ups there. And try and do 50. If you're having difficulty getting to 10 on that, that's where you can start. If you get to 50, but it's difficult wait a little bit and give yourself another set of 50 now you're back to doing the same kind of training we talked that i talked about before with weights it's the same idea you're doing sets and you're doing repetitions so uh squats is another great way you don't need weight to make your legs a little bit stronger especially if you if you get tired after like 10 just regular squats do sets of 10 wait until you get much stronger eventually depending again on on where you are as a demographic 
you have healthy knees, you have a healthy body, you have a good back, you can do squat jumps. So when you do a squat jump, of course you squat down, you're gonna jump up with everything, explode, pushing your feet, trying to push it through the ground, obviously you can't, but that's the point, that's how you drive yourself up. Leave up off the air, when you go to land, make sure your knees are bent. And ideally, if you're doing sets, you wanna get that burn, when you land, you wanna land back into a squat. So as you're coming down with control, your knees are bending, you're bending at the hip as well, you have that hip hinge, and you come back into another squat and you just do it again. And you just keep doing, you're, you're basically a human pogo stick at that point. And you might not be able to do that. You might have to start with squats, just like quarter squats onto a chair or half squats into a chair. If you have something you can put on the top of your door, as, uh, attach a uh, equipment, uh, workout equipment grade rubber band, you know, a workout band to it. You can use that to pull yourself up and down, or you can just use like a tree branch. If you have a strong enough tree branch in your yard, uh, you can just start with a wall. You can use the wall and, and kind of go up and down standing on the wall. The point being that you can kind of, you know, make your power level from that where, wherever you're at right now and then build upon it. So if you can do just like a couple regular squats, don't bother going back necessarily unless you want to do a high repetition like when I say go back I don't mean don't bother doing an easier version just do your one or two squats that you can do take a break try and do another two and just go for a set number per day I would say if you find yourself being able to do between 50 and 100 of a certain workout in a day I'm leaning towards 100 but if you can do 50 and you feel like you can progress to the next one go for it then you should uh, that's what I did with push-ups I mean, I, I, I never had to start with uh, push-ups on my knees, which there is no shame if I had had to start there, and there's no shame if you have to start there, but I started with just being able to do like maybe four of those, just four regular push-ups, and I had to build up from there, get into you know, five, which was pretty easy to get to all the way to 10 after I practiced a little bit. Uh, trying to get to 15, and then 20 was getting harder. I remember trying to get to 30 at a certain point was pretty challenging. And, and I haven't been doing push-ups lately, so I'm sure I'm not very good at them again. But I used to be able to do 80 in a set, and I'd do like three sets of 80 in a day. I was trying to get to be able to do 100 in a row. And that's something where it just came with practice, and that's what I'm going to tell you. No matter where you are, where, wherever you're at, you can progress to the next level of that activity by starting at, at an easier point. Or you can progress to that activity by starting at an easier point. So I can do I can do some clap push-ups now. I can probably do ten in a row, uh, ten behind the back clapping push-ups. It's not that much. Uh, it's not something that I do regularly anyway. But even though it's not necessarily very impressive to other people, it's impressive to me. I'm glad I can do that. I wasn't able to do that before. Um, it shows me that I'm still capable. So if I do that every now and then, I can do that. You know, feel like I'm still capable. I have other things that I want to, other goals for myself that I'd rather focus on instead. But if that's your goal to be able to do. 30 clap push-ups, 50 clap push-ups in a row, go for it. Or if your goal is to do handstand push-ups, right? Uh, first thing you wanna do is just do pike push-ups where you put your body in a triangle and you just do push up and down and start from there. The point is that with calisthenics, you don't need any equipment. You just put your body in different positions and use whatever limb you can safely use to fight gravity. Even just like laying on your back and using your legs for leg lifts, right? That's still a calisthenic. And I wanted to do an episode on calisthenics because I want people to genuinely be out of excuses when it comes to getting fit. 
the only excuse that you can have are those given to you by medical professionals. And I'm going to go ahead and just give you a PSA right now. I'm going to make this PSA. If you haven't been fit and you haven't been trying to be fit already and you don't know the real status of your body and you're serious about this, go see a doctor. It's the same thing if you have constant pain somewhere, like you've been trying to be fit but you can't because you have constant pain in your shoulder. I'm thinking of a particular friend of mine that you should maybe see a doctor. That's something where maybe have a medical professional look at you. I've said that in a few other videos here before you start with, you know, don't ask me medical questions because I'm not I'm medically certified to diagnose you and things of that nature. No personal trainer is unless that personal trainer also has some other, you know, degree, certification, background. So if it's someone who's only been certified in training, they'll tell you to go see a doctor. And I'll say that before you start, like if you're serious about working out, go see your doctor about it. Talking to someone about it that you paid money to go see can be pretty motivating. And also lets, if you do decide to get a personal trainer, lets that individual know, hey, I know what I'm working with, they know what they're working with, let me tailor this around them so I can get them strong in a safe way. But same for you as well, if you're gonna look up anything online, you gotta take it your own way, or if you're gonna talk to a friend about it, you need to kinda know a little bit of what's going on. Just go see a professional. Calisthenics is something where you'll probably wanna go to if a professional says that you have to take it easy, or if you know uh, being in a gym can be a little intimidating to you. Some people find that intimidating. I think it's a good place to start for multiple reasons, but I think anywhere is a good place to start. So if you want to start in your house, start with calisthenics. Uh, yoga is definitely, I would say, although it's, it's its own thing, right? It's definitely something similar to when, what you think of calisthenics. You're using your own body weight and you're leveraging against gravity. Of course, you're doing stretches and things of that nature, but it's also very strength intensive. So I was thinking here about giving you guys just a, a calisthenic type of workout, going through different motions, giving you easier variations of that, which I've already done with the push-up and the squat. But there's different things you can do for other body parts as well. I'm thinking here of modified back workouts. You can do a Superman. Uh, Superman is not very back intensive, but at least it kind of activates your back and gets you started. All you do is you lay on the ground belly first, then you lift your limbs and your head off the ground, hopefully having just your core on the ground, not your chest. And there you go. That's a little back work. I got to do that one for time because you can't do a lot of reps, but you can mess with yourself, lean to one side, lean to another. It's definitely easier to get your back, I feel like, with pull-ups. I would say that with weights, you don't necessarily have to be able to do pull-ups to get a more intense back workout. And with modified pull-ups, other than the assisted pull-up machine at the gym, right, you could maybe have a rope hanging in your garage. Or again, you know, they have those workout kits that they sell where you can attach something to your door and you can practice modified pull-ups where you stand up but you're using the bars or the rope or the resistance band to try and pull yourself up mostly with your back. Start from there. Start putting your feet further and further away from you so it's harder for you to get strength from your feet. Although, if you can start with jumping pull-ups where you jump up to a bar and try and lift yourself up as high as you can, even if you don't get very far doing that consistently, I bet over the course of a couple weeks, you'll start going higher and higher up. You just have to keep, really keep trying it. And don't overdo it. When I say 50 to 100 reps, I mean build up to 50 and 100 reps. When I said that earlier, you got to build up to it. So... I don't want you to do 50 
jumping pull-ups if you're still not able to do a single full pull-up motion, but maybe like you could start with 10 and then the next day to maybe do another 10 or take a break, but the day after that go for 12, you know, then 14. I wouldn't even say 12, build up to 11, just do 10% more, right? Then 12, right? Now you might do 14. If you're going up by leaps and bounds, just keep in mind that even going up by one is still a success. Another calisthenics thing you could do uh, necessarily for your legs this time, your single leg motion, you could do the lunges that we talked about, right? But lunges don't, you know, can be just kind of annoying. After a while with that weight, you have to do like 50 or 100 to get to there uh, to get that good burn. But if you can't do like 10 up and down your house, 10 on each leg, so 20 total, you can, you can just practice that. <laughs> just practice lunges until you can do a comfortable set number, no problem. Then the next thing you're going to do after that, I would say if you start, if you're too comfortable with lunges and they're not very difficult, is to do a jumping lunge. Jump up with your up motion and your lunge and switch your legs, switch your lead leg and your back leg. You can repeat those for a while. You can do step ups, uh, go up two steps instead of one, or you can find a, uh, something relatively tall and step up on that. Just keep doing that for either a set number or a set time. I bet you that'll be hard. For some of you, you might not even need a very high step up. You can't do a lunge right if that's how if that's where your difficulty level is that you can't do a single lunge and a lunge just to explain it here of course just to make sure is when you put your front foot a lot further ahead from you than normal so you have a large gap between your front foot and your back foot your knee is bent to about a 90 degree angle or so your back knee uh, is very close to the ground i would definitely never advise you to hit your knee to the ground yes you're getting you of course you're getting your full range of motion that you can at that point but just get close to the ground. If you hit your knee and you hurt it, you're going to stop anyway, which is dumb, right? Just get close to the ground, have control. If you can't get close to the ground with control, then how strong can you really be, right? I'd rather you struggle and do less repetitions where you're having to go slow and control your descent than hit your knee. So with these step-ups here, if you're not strong enough to do a single lunge, step up into a smaller curb or just purposely walk up and down your stairs. Again, that might not be something where other people have difficulty with it. That might be a little, maybe maybe shameful in some ways. You might feel ashamed because why are you so weak? But that's okay. We're not talking about why you're weak now. We're talking about how we're going to do to get you stronger. And so when you're doing these walking up and down the stairs, get to a certain point where it's no longer much of a problem for you and then challenge yourself with two steps, right? Or you can start walking up the stairs side to like one side up, one side down. Uh, you know, left side, walking upwards with only your left foot, looking to the right side. Challenge yourself in, the, in that way where you make yourself take a different step than what you were doing before. Even if it's just one step, again, I bet you'll feel it. If you just graduated to the second step up, then you can also do that side step with just one. You can still get a good challenge out of that, I bet. Some of you might find that the jumping lunge isn't very difficult. You might be so athletic at that point. Well, I mean, I can only tell you, to do, if, you're, if you're stuck with calisthenic workouts, right i can only tell you to really do more at that point or try to double switch it jump up move your front foot back and forward again like that can be even harder there's always i think a way to make something a lot harder or a lot easier with calisthenics and if you prefer to be alone you don't want to run into people you like being outside go for it so that's uh i've done a pull motion all right another superman push-ups obviously which by the way push-ups are not just for your chest you have to maintain a tight core when you do your push-up your body is a plank 
that means that your from your heels all the way up to your uh, neck, the top of your neck, because that's all your spine, your neck, all the way down to your hips. Um, but your legs as well, keep that all straight. That'll engage your legs, you have to keep your legs straight. That'll engage your core, because your core has to be straight. That'll stabilize your back. It'll make you engage the muscles that stabilize your back, your trapezoids for sure, if you have that perfect form. You can start out on your knees for modified, and that's okay. There is no shame in doing them modified. You're going to get more of a workout with full, where you'll build up to it. You still have to keep a nice tight core with your modified push-up, so don't underestimate this. But the Superman's push-ups, the squat, of course, the lunges. So the only rotational movements that I know would be like torso twists, which is more of a work, uh, a warm-up, I think. You don't want to do that too intensely. Do it nice and slow. You could do like bicycle kicks, which is a core workout. You could lay on the ground on your back with your limbs splayed out, uh, to the left and the right side of you. You could then lift your right leg and rotate it to the left, but lifting your hips as well. When you get near the bottom, start to go back up and then switch legs in one motion and then do that. Again, control. Take your time with it. If you can't do it that fast, you can just do it one at a time. But that'd be another rotational twist where it, you have the limit of the ground so you won't twist too far. If you're flexible enough, you can get a rotational workout that way. And to switch gears, I want to then talk about how you can do calisthenics anywhere. Obviously, I know we've mentioned that, of course, and that's pretty obvious, right? That's the whole point. You see people do push-ups anywhere. You can go to a playground. I want to give you a workout to do in your bed. That way, you're doing calisthenics literally anywhere. You don't have an excuse. You get up in the morning. You have a cup of water already next to you. You start thinking about what you're going to do. You give yourself like a minute, and then you just get right to work with this little workout, and you're done with your workout for the day. What you're going to want to start with is I would say breathing deeply, kind of like to get yourself ready. Give yourself a good minute of breathe in, and then I'm gonna work out, breathe out, do it on purpose, and just keep doing that for like maybe two or three or four or five times, get yourself in the zone, and then you're gonna start with a half bridge or a glute bridge. You're gonna bring your legs up to your butt, and you're gonna do a glute bridge. And I'm gonna trust you to just go online and just type in glute bridge if you wanna see what I'm talking about, or a half bridge, it's the smaller version, tabletop being the more advanced version, uh, but start off with just some glute bridge even if you want to do tabletop. Definitely you can do push-ups in bed. You're going to start off with your glute bridge and you're going to do try to do at least a set of 10. If 10 is easy, you're going to do a set of 15. If 15 is easy, you're going to do a set of 20. And if at that point 25 is too easy because that will be the next step after 20, 25 is too easy, you need to do it with like one leg up at a time and start over. That way you're just doing one side and just count those. Then you're going to just flip over on your belly and you're going to do some push-ups. You don't have to do a lot. I would say if you can do two or three, do that, modified. If you can do 10, do that. If you can do 25, you know, same thing, varying numbers. I'm going to trust you to be able to kind of follow along with what I said thus far about finding your place and starting from there and challenging yourself. But you want to keep track. If you can't keep track with your mind, just write it down. That's okay. You can see a visual goal that way. After you do your push-ups, I want you to get it back on your belly, and I want you to do either leg lifts, or if that's too difficult, you can do ins and outs. You just move your foot forward and back, bending at the knee. That'll be pretty difficult for you. After that, you can get back on your stomach and do supermans. So when you're doing the push-ups, you want to do at least up to, up to 10 in a day if you can barely do one, right? But if you're doing 10, I want you to try to do 15 a day. If you can do 20, I want you to do 100 in a day for your push-ups. So do that in the morning. That's going to be your goal. 
and you're gonna vary your number somewhere in there, right? So if you can do 15, try to do maybe 70 push-ups or 75 push-ups. Do you do a little bit of math for that? Mess with that and try and challenge yourself every day. You're gonna do the Superman's. You're gonna do two sets of 30 seconds or two sets of a minute. And somewhere in there might be your sweet spot. But you're gonna try and go for that. Back uh, around and even just to your side. So back around and over to your side. You're gonna have one leg up and uh, bent. You're gonna have both your legs bent, but you're gonna have one up. And so you're gonna have like a 90 degree angle with your legs that you're forming at the pelvis. And you're gonna do what the Pilates clam, I suppose you can call it. That's the one I see online. I know the movement, I just don't know what they're called, honestly. You're gonna do that movement and you're gonna do both sides. You can just look up Pilates clam, I'm telling you. You can just look these things up here and just kind of make up a routine. But you're gonna do these Pilates clams that I mentioned. I want you to work up your way the same way if it's difficult for you to do 10, but work your way up to 50 with these ones because these ones are pretty easy. So work your way up to 50. You can get a resistance band and put it around your legs if you feel like it. Then you will go ahead and you can just get back on your belly if you're still going and do a butt kick motion. So you're gonna be on your belly and you're gonna use just your own legs, not trying to stretch so much as it is gonna stretch you anyway, but try and kick your own butt. One leg at a time do that back and forth that will be really easy just do i would say 10 per leg to switch back and forth you're not really trying to hurt yourself here but you're going to keep that going for just a second but you're going to stay on your uh, front there on your belly and you're going to get on your all fours and you're going to do cat cow and or bird dog another pose bird dog you're going to need some space because you're going to try and extend a leg out and an arm out in front of you and behind you respectively Go ahead and look those up. Do I would say for those movements, depending on which one you can do, cat dog you can do uh, between 10 and 20 of those breaths. You don't have to do all that at once for those because it is a little bit more intensive for breathing. You can do those in sets of five. Bird dog, I want you to be able to do two sets of 10 for each side eventually, not all at once. But if this is gonna be your only workout, that's something that you can work up to over time. But you do that every morning and you should feel strength increase like within a week if you do that every morning, nonstop, I promise. Some days you might feel like you need to take a break, listen to your body, right? But don't be too much of a wimp. Sometimes it's okay to push through it, just not overdoing it, right? Um, if you're feeling something sharp, you definitely stop. Definitely, especially if you haven't seen your doctor. If you feel very winded, Take a break. You don't need to feel so winded where you can't even catch your breath just starting out, right? That's a symptom of overtraining. We don't want that. You can do your calisthenics before bed as well, depending on how you prefer to get your day going. But there is no excuse, I would say, now that I've given you just this simple thing for you to start any workout anywhere and start to build up your strength. And if you wanted to get to the gym and not, you know, be a completely, completely from nothing person. You can start with these workouts and then have the confidence to go there a little bit. You'll still need to start with lightweight. Again, you leave your ego at the door when it comes to any workout. But I want you guys to maybe make your own suggestions. Let me know what you think of your, uh, your favorite calisthenic workouts, where you started and where you're at now. And thanks so much for listening.